New McCrispy Bacon Deluxe, now at Macca's. Jess and Ducco. This is the Jess and Ducco podcast. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Oh, Ducko, what an unbelievable program. Yeah, it's a great time. It was a good time. There was light and shade in this. We were talking King Chuck getting cancer, finance, plus we were then giving pink tickets away and talking AI Maybe brothels. don't do that with such high enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been, it's been a hell of a... And then we're talking the most dangerous games you play in life. It has been a roller coaster of a program and a little peek behind the scenes. We've just pre-recorded some interviews for your listening pleasure will play out. Mm. So we're just we're just giddy. We've had some amazing guests. Gary um, Barlow, Christian Hull. That's right. Oh we're, my god. Yeah, swingers on cruise ships. It's all happening. Oh. But we do need to give you a letter for Alpha Bucks tomorrow because we also gave that away on the show today. Exactly. Now Ricky, that is a masterclass. She'd listen to the podcast. She'd practice. Yep. Then she listened from six AM for any extra clues that we dropped. And now she walks away with ten thousand dollars. A new uh, um, canary, I was going to say budgie, canary handbag. That's right. Canary yellow. Canary yellow. <laughs> that makes it sound like it's made out of uh, canary feathers <laughs> and yeah. she will get cancelled. <laughs> um, so let's do it again. We'd love to go back to back. Yes. Uh, Shy Guy, you've mm. got the, the sheets there? Yeah, yeah. The letter is D. All right. Is body part one of the questions? Because a lot of people <laughs> stumble over it is, themselves. It is. Question four. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe we have to check that. I was going to say a lot doodle. of people stumble over it because they want to say doodle or dick. Yeah. And then they think, I can't say on the What's radio. another body part with D? Now I can't even think of Diaphragm. one. Diaphragm. Uh, yeah, I guess. A, a disc? Oh, I mean, that is very Mate, specific. if you say disc, I'll give you an extra two bucks, but... <laughs> you heard just that. Two. <laughs> yeah, just, just two. Because it could happen. It could. Uh, um, but anyway, yeah. that is the letter for tomorrow. That's the letter for tomorrow. Don't say we didn't help you. Um, yeah. Enjoy it. Listen to this show and just think, wow, what light and shade the team what have put on. Li- don't put us in a box. Never put us in a box. Don't even try. And Jess is bringing brothel gear. I just didn't think that would happen. Ducko sat me down yesterday and said, Jess, you yeah. know, you've been in the game long enough. I think it's time we expand you as a broadcaster. I did a Venn diagram. <laughs> You're not doing enough brothel gear, Jess. That's when right. is that coming into the When we the look frame? at the Jess and Ducko program, I am bringing all the brothel gear. I think we need to even up the scales. And Come I went, on. you know what, Ducko? You're right. I'll bring it. And you did a great job. Thank you so much. Tomorrow, Ducko's bringing manicure stuff. And so we say what I mean? to you. Don't put me in a box. Don't put anyone in a box. Manny Petty's tomorrow on the show. That's right. And uh, Gary Barlow. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Look at you over there with your feet on the desk, just about to read about AI Pion. This was some advice I was given about how to broadcast. Sorry, that's the wrong bit. What the hell is that? We're not in the UK. <laughs> we we're go. in Germany. Oh, we're in Germany. Why don't you say so? Thank you. I don't know about you, Ducko. Yes. But when I go to a brothel, what I face is performance anxiety. And thank goodness someone in Berlin is trying to do something about that, okay? Yeah. For people like me. You don't want to go into the brothel. You've you've worked the courage up to open the door to get in there. And and then I'm faced with a very attractive person and I freak out. Yeah. Okay? First-time visitors who want a pressure-free environment, well, make your way over to Berlin. Yeah. Because they've got a cyber brothel. Of course they do. Berlin has all sorts of weird things. They do, absolutely. It's the world's first AI brothel. So how does this work? Are you are you having sex with a robot? So there are life-size dolls oh, that's, and VR headsets, Ducko. But that the thing about the life-size doll is mm. the pouch in which, oh. you know, I mean, think about how many pa- times that's been used before you. You make a great point. Like a YouTube and sp- in a post-COVID world, this article says nothing about Sterilisation. Jeez, I hope someone's cleaning that. You'd hope Imagine so. Imagine that job. But this is the thing, all right? We're mainly interacting with our companions yes. in the virtual realm. 
four-day Piano experience, Ducko. Four-day? Four-day. I've had a three-day experience. I've not had the four-day. Is four-day smell? Is it yeah, where you start to feel the senses? Yeah. Like they touch. You, you feel, oh, touch, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I went on a ride once, and an actual ride, yes. where you're watching almost a cinema screen, but then the chair moves. moves. Yeah, yeah. That and then sometimes it sprays you with water. I think that was called 4D. That might have even been 6D. because 4D it had... means uh, vibration, huh? scent, oh, oh. mist, fog, smoke, wind, mist. temperature changes, and yes. strobing lights. So I've, I've been on like the Shrek ride at Movie World I before, think that's what I'm 4D. thinking of, yeah, the Shrek yeah. ride. And it like, blows water at your heels, and you get it fright. And... A lot of this language is just really dual purpose I'm, for this I'm, story. I'm picturing like you sitting in there and there's like people like on your face and stuff like that and slapping you with whips and spraying you a little bit with some sort of mister you're bad boy bimbo kokeshi yes and co they can't move or speak (laughs) but you can actually sext with them in the vr virtual reality so they have raunchy purpose-built language great that's just what you want that some computer nerds can purpose-built them to be sexy they can communicate with you with your headset on I like this. The, the creator has said, if you are here, the only person who can judge you is yourself. So true. Because Bimbo and Kokeshi, they can't actually engage with you because they're not humans. They're just bots. So, you're not dealing with humans. You're dealing with toys. Oh, goodness gracious. So There's something for everyone. You do sleep with the, the toy, the, the doll. Well, this is the thing. Or is it like, just is it just flirting? It almost... Because if oh, it's just... Oh, no, you can respond... Yes. To touch yes. and speak in real time. Because even though they're uh-huh. robots, they are in the moment. So uh-huh. even you've got the headset on yes. and Bimbo takes on this sort of persona and then you've got the doll in the room with you. I'm not happy with the name Bimbo. I mean, can we give, can we give her some more pizzazz? You more... like Kokeshi? Kokeshi's not bad. You like the sound of Kokeshi. Oh, what about Miss Schmidt? <laughs> Miss Schmidt. Miss Sh- Sounds like Miz. A, sounds like you don't know if she's married, yeah, possibly divorced. It sounds like my like year nine maths teacher. Divor- she's a divorcee. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ms. Schmidt. Ms. Schmidt. She hasn't dropped her married name yet, but she's dropped the missus. Yeah. Ms. Schmidt. Good on her. She's just exploring new things in life. Mate, how's this? The guy who created this said traditional brothels will be gone in the next 10 to 15 years. This is the future. But what about all the brothel workers? Let's think of the jobs. Oh, that. well, you know what they say. Yeah. The future of every industry, it's coding. So maybe they can all go back to TAFE, learn coding, and then Jeez. they can code Ms. Schmidt and Kokeshi. Or they can voice them, perhaps. Oh, no, it's not said anything about voice. Hey, that's what I'd like to. I'd like to be the voice of a sex robot. That would be... Give me your best, Miss Schmidt. So I've got performance anxiety. I've come to the cyber brothel. What's your name? My name is um, Graham. Okay. 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 I'm nervous. What's your name? Hello, Graham. My name is Miss Schmidt. 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 Error no. 404. Schmidt. Ah, 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 ah. Clean me. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Right now, it's Jess and Ducko. Molly Cyrus, of course. Oh, she is living her absolute best. Success at the Grammys recently. That's right. Her first Grammy yeah. and then another. Yeah, I didn't know it was her first. Two Grammys yesterday and a stellar performance. Yeah. Do you reckon she'll go back to acting at all? Maybe. She's a better singer than an actor. Couldn't agree more. I mean, Hannah Montana was great for its time. It was good for its time. But that one she did with Liam Hemsworth where they fell in love. Yes, the on Cowboy the beach. Country singing one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You didn't like that? I didn't love it. That's where they fell in love. That's, That's where, where it all they, started. Yeah, and then it all crumbled. Oh, she came in like a wrecking ball. Um, yes. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so, anyway, everyone's talking about her bodyguard specifically. Okay. Because when they noticed Miley walking on the red carpet at the Grammys the other day, her bodyguard was carrying an umbrella. And everyone was like, why is he carrying an umbrella? It's is, warm in Vegas. Yeah, it wasn't raining. 
but everyone's like, is it a gun? Oh, like a concealed weapon? Does he have a concealed firearm in there? Oh, is it? Is it one of those swords, you know, in the movies where they pull the handle out and it's actually a sword? Well, it's kind of. So, you know the movie Kingsman? Yes. Where they use umbrellas as weapons. And canes and those sort of things. Yes. So, a head of security, like a security expert, Will Geds, has come out and told everyone that this is actually sort of why. It's very common that security guards use umbrellas to protect their talent or whatever it is. Okay. Because it's not just a regular umbrella. You can actually get these from Google. They're called tactical umbrellas. Oh, my God. They do detach? They No, they don't detach, oh, but they oh. just reinforce steel. I'm I like, was going to say, if I try and smack you with an open umbrella, Ducko, yeah. it's going to crumble. Those little flimsy yeah, things. The my, wind. My, your, little, your little clear white one that goes over me that you see at weddings, a, a that's going to crumble. A strong gust of wind inverts my umbrella. Yes. I don't know if I'm fending off an attacker. I want a tactical umbrella just for the wind. I love it. Just for the windy days at the beach. I would just like to buy one of these. <laughs> tactical umbrella so sounds so intense. It's a twofold. it's a twofold attack. Obviously, A, you can hit people with it. You can also whack things away if someone throws something. Oh, my God, like a baseball like bat. A baseball bat, but B, if anything does come, he can put the he can actually put it up like a shield and shield her. He's he's Captain America. It's genuinely a weapon. Like it's like someone wow. you'd see in a Bond movie or the Kingsman where you, they do all these cool tricks with totally. umbrellas. That's legit. And they're just available online. Yeah, you Shark guy, have we got a price of a tactical uh, umbrella? Yeah, I've just Google one. Yes. It's uh, on sale, $169.99, reduced from $190. What's a normal umbrella go for anyway? Oh, mate, I always you get, can get them for 25 bucks yeah, from the pharmacy. See, but a good a, a, hey, a big golf umbrella, they're quite expensive because yeah, they're quite abso- large. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely the Bunnings umbrella, yep. that sort of thing. Yep. I pinched one from a winery not too long ago, and it's just really big. You always pinch umbrellas. Like, you I, never buy them. No one pays for an no, umbrella. You, you just know, get like, them. it's really bad, but I think we live in a society, you know, the restaurants or cafes that put that little tin so you can put your wet umbrella in there. Yes. That's just like a... That's that's, that's, a that's just community that's, umbrellas now. Oh, like, this is my, so you didn't walk in with an umbrella. I know, but I'm walking out with this one. This is for the community, isn't it? <laughs> it's for all of us. This is Jess and Ducko. News did break yesterday, Jess. Of course, King Charles, we found out while we are doing the show, has been diagnosed with cancer. We don't know what type of cancer yet. They haven't come out and said. Yes. Um, but it's seems fairly serious. That's right. Um, sources are saying they've discovered it early, but we want to get the latest, particularly what this means in a royal capacity. Yeah. Is abdication on the cards? Is Prince William circling to take the throne? We go to Seven News UK correspondent uh, Ashley Mullaney joins the show. Good morning, Ash. Thanks for your time. Good morning. Uh, can you tell us the latest, what we know about King Charles's diagnosis? So King Charles left London late this afternoon. He, we saw him driving into the palace with Camilla by his side. She has been uh, a staunch, loyal supporter through these medical treatments that he's been going through recently for that benign prostate condition. She was with him again today. and uh, We saw them stop her out from the palace at Sandringham, which we are heading uh, tonight. Condition. But as you mentioned, Oh, they no. caught it early. That was something that we should... Oh, we're losing oh, you, no. Ash, unfortunately. You, you, you're sort of breaking up there, Ash. Sorry, you're in and out of... I know you're obviously uh, overseas right now in the UK. You are slightly breaking up there. We're sort of getting every second word. Would you... It's okay. Not great. We're on our way to Sandringham out in the countryside at the moment. So apologies if you do need to wrap up. I completely understand, but I'll persist. Uh, we did hear from Rishi Sunak today on a radio interview where he said that the king's uh, cancer was caught early, suggesting that it may be in the early stages. But um, 
really, the palace hasn't confirmed any more detail um, about the king's condition, uh, and, and it's unlikely that we will learn any more about exactly what type of cancer it is. It is actually quite unusual to even know as much as we do. The queen was extremely private about her health, um, any of her, her health uh, matters. So, you know, this is actually quite unusual that the king has shared so much, both about this and about the treatment that he went through last week for his prostate. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, Ash, I'm seeing a lot of reports using the word abdication, what it means. I mean, it depends obviously on the severity, but is there actually any weight to that conversation or is that just silliness and we're jumping the gun and William's just there to support his dad? Perhaps a sensational headline at the moment. Uh, you know, Charles looked stoic. He was smiling in the car today uh, and he has maintained that he'll be um, continuing with his constitutional duties. So he's stepping back from his public-facing role, uh, but he'll still continue with all the uh, all the duties that are, in, are involved in being the king. So he'll still be having weekly audience with the prime minister, t- attending to government documents. Um, but certainly this is going to add a huge amount of work to William's schedule and keeping in mind he's also taking care of Kate his wife Mm. at the moment who underwent that uh, mystery surgery last week uh, or a couple of weeks ago so she's at home resting up at the moment whatever she's gone through is obviously quite serious because we're not going to be seeing her in the public eye until after Easter so Mm. he's going to have his hands full they've got three kids to care for his dad's now going through cancer treatment and it seems that he can't really lean on his brother for any extra support at the moment now either because he's no longer a working royal. Well, is Harry, is Harry, do we know, is he going over to the UK? Is he going to be involved at all? Harry's here. Harry is in the house, not literally in the house, not in the <laughs> palace. He's in the hotel down the road. Correct. He's not, he's not. Tends to not have the warmest of welcomes in, in London anymore. But um, he did fly over the moment, it seems, that he got the news he heard firsthand from his dad that uh, about this diagnosis seemed to get on the first flight that he could to, to come over here and see him. He spent about 45 minutes with his dad today at Clarence House speaking with him. But, I mean, it's fair to say that this is a very strange relationship, not only with his dad but with his brother William having... Um, spoken and aired the dirty laundry in Netflix series and a tell mm. book. Um, you know, they're really cautious. And from what we're hearing, William's got no plans to see his brother. So oh. it doesn't look like a reconciliation is on the cards at the moment. It's like hope that, you know, Charles's health scare uh, and situation might unify them. It doesn't look like that's... Um, in the weirdest way, this is really in- indicated. The royals are just like any family. They are, aren't they? Even the Turmoil. seriousness yeah. of, a, of a sick family member can't put squabbles aside, and we keep that feud going. Unfortunately, it sounds of- like you know our neighbours down the road who are going through this. The royals go through high it as drama. Well. The crown high- is riding itself right Truly. now. Uh, well, Ashley Mullaney, Seven News UK correspondent. Great to have you on, um, and we'll obviously touch base with you, touch base with you in the next couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Jess and Ducko. Ducko, what's our call of fame this week? Do you have that handy? Yeah, I do have that handy. It's very good. It's a very good thing to have handy. 500 bucks to spend at Williams the Jewelers. That's it. I actually wouldn't mind going rogue quickly and opening the phones. If anyone um, yes. can relate, 131060, get involved. You could win that call of fame prize. Have you ever been stung, bitten, touched by, 
one of these creatures. Right. I reckon I'll have a few on my list. I think you actually do, Ducko, yeah. because a list has come out about Australia's most painful critters, okay? Love this. You know that Australia has a bit of a reputation around the world for having the most crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. specimen. And I don't just mean like those videos of kangaroos boxing that go viral or crocodiles, these sort of things. Yeah. Um, my so my my cousin's partner who's from England he's not met the family yes he's coming over to Australia for Easter oh god and we're going to Warwick okay like rural like rural in Queensland oh god and and he's never what's been. that is that rainforest is that bush? no no that's that's bush baby we're going and okay. and he's scared I think of, like, he's scared of snakes and spiders I think the top ten I've got this Professor Fry he's yeah. made this list and he's been through some stuff Professor yeah. Fry uh, he's listed the top most painful stings I reckon you're gonna find. Mm, maybe eight in the bush there. Yeah, great. So just warn this We're going to get fake um, snakes and stuff like that and throw it at him. Can you please do that yeah, thing yeah, where yeah. you hook it onto their belt? Yes, it's yes, like fishing yes. wire and then go, Rot, what's this guy's name? Um, uh, oh, jeez. What, uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> oh, no. Glenn. No, no, no. What's his name? Rich. Rich. The most oh God, Richard! Rich. Richard, I, I know. It. Oh, Dick! Yeah, Dick. Dick's coming down under, yeah, 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 yeah. and we're gonna, we're gonna, um, we're gonna scare Dick. Yeah. Okay, so Professor Fry, the top ten most painful stings in the world. Yeah, these is found in Australia. Okay. okay, so as I said, if you've experienced any of these, I'd love to hear from you. Okay, yes. number ten, the bull ant. I mean, right. everyone, everyone's been bit by a bull ant. Mate, I got bit by a normal ant the other day and I called Angus to come home because it was so painful just on my shoulder. Yeah, the bull ant, you feel a venom move up your body. It's, Truly, it's disgusting. Yeah, it hurts uh, more than you think it would. Yes, number nine, we're coming in with the giant water bug. Now, I've not heard of the giant water bug. It looks like a big cricket. But when giant is in the name, yeah. holy moly. Absolutely. Okay. Um, we've got a caterpillar, which I didn't know could bite you. Things that turn into pretty little butterflies – I didn't know they could hurt you, okay? Yeah. Uh, then we go to the ocean. We know that the ocean has some absolutely terrifying. Yes. I'm really happy to say that the octopus, my um, my best mate, is not in the list. But I know the blue ring octopus can kill you. So maybe it's not a painful sting. It just kind of gets you. Uh-huh. The hellfire anemone. We don't want to be touching that. that. It's like... It looks like this sort of blobby creature. Oh, the, the, the ocean's weird. The ocean's Is the irukandji there? Oh, we'll, we'll get, get to it. Okay, sorry. Number six is a starfish. I mean, when the huh? starfish are getting you in Australia, oh, yeah, yeah. tell Dick, your cousin's tell Dick. boyfriend. Dick, watch out for the starfish. Crown of thorns, starfish. <laughs> then we've got we've got the red back spider. Obviously, we know that one is deadly. Yes. Uh, tell your mate to watch out for those if he's scared of yes. spiders. Stingray. Obviously, we, I mean, know, we know that's up here, Steve. and we know they got Steve. Yeah, I mean, you're getting stung by a stingray would be a horrible time. Absolutely, the stonefish looks like a stone, yep. but it's a fish. Stay out of the water. Tell you, tell Dick to stay out of the water. Yeah, box jellyfish, top two. We got that one, and then number one, the most painful sting in the world. Yes, the Irukandji. <laughs> is good with Australia, bro. They got to figure it the <laughs> out. Dude. Like, bro, how do you all have all of these animals there? I'm not kidding. This thing looked like a traffic light. It was huge, and it was spinning a web. And I'm like, literally, I could get caught in that. You ever see a coconut crab? What is that? They have those in Australia, I think. Look it up. What the f*** is this Dude, thing? I think it's a big boy. Is this like at the beaches? It's a bird-eating crab. <laughs> it eats birds. 
The Americans don't get That's it. The Brits don't get it. The Brits it. don't like Foreigners it. Foreigners don't get it. So the is not what I've been stung by Nirikanji. Babe, number one, ten most painful sting. I can tell you right now, you get in what's called impending doom, where you think the world is ending. When you get stung by Nirikanji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no amount of piss from your mate. No, I pissed on myself. I was on oxygen. I had to get taken in the ambulance. Oh, my God. I had to get magnesium. It was a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I did ask if anyone has experienced these, but Brad has called through on 131060. Hey, Brad. How you going, guys? Good, thank you. As the Americans say, what's good with Australia? Hmm. What have you experienced, <laughs> the most painful sting, bite experience? I had um, oh, quite a few times when I was in, like, lifesavers, nippers and all that sort of thing. I had blue bottle stings to the face and all over the body. Uh, yeah. Blue bottles to the face would not be on the neck as well would be bad. Oh yeah. Are yeah, we talking paralysis there, Brad? Or what's the what's the sensation? It's just like um, it's sort of you're in shock, sort of thing for yeah. the first minute, and then you sort of like starts to feel a bit itchy and like you know irritated type thing, a bit numb. Especially when you're a younger, you know, you're a young adult type thing. Of course. Mm. Mate, Brad sounds like a tough nut, yeah. though. We go, it's a bit itchy. When I, when Mate, I... jellyfish to the face. Yeah, jellyfish to the face <laughs> is not fun. Thank you, Brad. We go to Carly as well. Carly, what's stung you? Have you been stung by one of these these creatures? Uh, yeah, I got stung by a bullet on the weekend. Ah, oh, see. no, it's a fresh bite. Carly, have you survived? Are you dead? Are you okay? No, I'm okay. I was at a concert, though. Oh, geez. And you swelled up? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't fun, but you know what? It, it, it was all—it was all worth it, mate. I love this. Australians, we're bloody tough. This yeah. is why the Americans don't get what's good with Australia. They get it. We just carry on. Carly just keeps enjoying the concert. She's just having a good time. She's just having a good time. I mean, look, everyone's calling now. Kate, Kate, you've been stung by something? <laughs> I have a friend a few years ago, living her best life, laying out on the grass on a sunny day. <laughs> she had some shorts on, no underwear, laying down, living her best life, and got bitten. On the lady bits by a bull ant. No. <laughs> no. What a perverted bull ant. No. That, that bull ant went right for it. How dare that bull ant? Now, Kate, I guess it was necessary for you to say she wasn't wearing undies because Vagina. that's, yeah. that's yeah. where the bull ant got her. I can imagine she's never making that mistake again. No, next time I visited, I took her a big bottle of ant red. <laughs> <laughs> got you good. That's <laughs> for the swollen flaps. This is Jess and Ducko. I reckon producer Shy Guy's having a glass of milk. Glass of milk and a little biscuit, aren't you? <laughs> my milk, my milk, my milk. Shy Guy dips. I'm so excited to win the biscuit. Yes. <laughs> Hey, 131060, call us right now if you want to win a pack of biscuits because Shy Guy is going to try and tell you what they are and you've got to guess. That's right. Our new producer, Shy Guy, he's got many strengths, but describing things is not one of them. No. And he loves a bicky and a glass of milk. Loves so... a bicky and a glass of milk. Look at this full board. Full board. Oh, I love you already. God. Call through. We're getting more calls for a packet of biscuits than for the potential to win pink tickets, <laughs> and we love to see it. Shy Guy has a packet of biscuits in front of him. We are procuring him a glass of milk as we speak. Yeah. He is going to describe these biscuits. Yep. If you can guess it, you win the packet of biscuits. biscuits. And let's be real, glory. And also, listen to how excited you'll be. I'm so excited to win the biscuits. (laughs) Yeah. That was our winner from last week. And my God, she's still dining out on that story. (laughs) Isn't she? Those hundreds and thousands. Exactly. (laughs) So 131060. Call us, baby. Shagai Dibby Dips next. How's your Bicky knowledge? The milkman delivers next. Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. The time for now is this. 
I reckon producer Shy Guy's having a glass of milk. Glass of milk and a little biscuit, aren't you? My milk, my milk, my milk. Shy Guy dips. I'm so excited to win some biscuits. This is groundbreaking radio. Radio has been a medium. It's been around for centuries. a long time. I'm going to say. I don't think anyone's ever given away a pack of biscuits. You've heard of Beat the Bomb. You've heard of Guess the Sound. Have you heard of Shy Guy Dips? <laughs> Via someone poorly describing biscuits. <laughs> Chloe on 131060, very quick on the phones. Chloe, uh, are you excited to win the biscuits? <laughs> Look, at this point, I'm sitting out the front of my children's daycare and I've got nothing better to do with my life. So I thought, why not? Hey, that's the endorsement that's we need. almost insulting, I've got Chloe. nothing better to do with my life. Chloe is the benchmark <laughs> yep. of who we want playing You're this game. You're just who we need, Chloe. You're just who we need. Chloe, Shy Guy <laughs> has just taken a sip of his milk. Yeah, He's you get opening, opening a fresh packet Shy of biscuits. Shy Guy, say hello to Chloe. Uh, Be I said hi to Chloe. I said that's the saddest thing ever. <laughs> I'll be nice. Chloe, you can, you can hit him for that. Yeah. All right. So now how this works is Shago takes it. He's never actually Don't had it. <laughs> yeah. He's never had this biscuit before, which is going to be no. exciting. Yeah. I've never even seen. Ooh. Well, there's a first clue. I've never even seen these on the shelves. Okay. Is it, how is that a clue for Chloe? What <laughs> because, you have seen? Because it means, no, like it's not, it's not, it's not an eye level packet. You know what I mean? Oh, Chloe, that is a clue. Isn't it actually? like something gross like digestive biscuits? It's not. It's well, I mean, is that your, hold uh, on, let's, let's look, get yeah. a clue. Yeah, get a clue that, in first, that, well, Chloe. No, Chloe can have a bonus clue because she bothered to sit out the front of the daycare and call the show. Yeah. So we'll get two clues for Chloe. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this in a clean Hold way. Hold let, on. Let's set, let's set the scene. What's this? This is music intense. Oh, suspenseful. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> what do you got? There's some kind of sultana or raisin in it. Okay. All right, that's Chloe. That's the first clue, Chloe. Any ideas? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, jeez. Take a stab, Chloe. Just think of the biscuit aisle and go for it. I'll give you another clue. It's not digestive that you said, okay? <laughs> just pick uh, any other yeah, biscuit. Think low shelf. Oatmeal, too, Chloe, an oatmeal biscuit? No, that's not a bad guess. But it's not right, Chloe. Sorry, I'm Chloe. sorry. I'm Chloe, sorry. we love you. We do love you, Chloe. The Co game will be back next week. And I so want Chloe on. Tina, we go to you. Good morning, Tina. Good morning. The stakes have never been higher, Tina. How are you feeling? Good, thank you. That's the way. All right, you've heard Tina, not an eye level biscuit, some sort of sultana or raisin. Another clue for Tina, shy guy. Mm. Um, it's white on top. Ooh. Oh, I know what they are. It's like a yogurt top thing. Um, I feel like it starts with V or. Oh, Tina, we know. need the word. Tina, we need, need the word. You are on uh, a roll, baby. I know, I used to get them. Um, oh. Oh. I can't even pronounce it. I'm, I'm visually looking at it. I know what it is. Gonna, I know they got white yogurt on top. You are. You're right there, Tina. You're over the trial line. You need to put the ball down. Oh, we, we're going to give you three I seconds. Even, I can't even pull over and Google it. No. <laughs> that would be cheating, Tina. Someone is just, Tina, yeah. you're going to Stephen Bradbury someone else to get this. Tina. Oh. Any, you want to ha have a crack? Oh. Say the word. Say any word. Uh, Velveeta or something like that. I can't oh, even. Think. You are so close. I think we need to send Tina <laughs> yeah. one uh, just as a consolation oh, prize. No, half a packet. You get no, half no, no. Packet. I meant one biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> In an oh, I mean a you're, getting, you're getting the one he's eaten. Because Tina, you literally have got oh, us you're so, so close. close. Right there, Aaron on thirteen ten sixty. Tina's Tina's passed you the ball. You got to just put it put down. It down big fella. What is the biscuit? Uh, I've got no idea. <sighs> Is it Framboos? No. Oh, no, is no. it Bella Vista? <laughs> no. What uh, words are you saying? You didn't even get a clue, Aaron. You Carly. just started saying biscuits. We go to Carly. Yeah, Carly. Actually, Carly, good morning. Good morning. Shy. It's a Venetian. Ah, That's it, yeah. She's not out. Carly. 
would you describe the flavor, Shy Guy? <laughs> this is the first time I'm having it. It's not bad. It it does, it looks trash. They're a grotesque oh, looking biscuit. Foul. Yeah, reckon it'd be foul too, Carly. Yeah. Well, Carly, <laughs> good news, you're getting a pack. You're getting a pack, Carly. <laughs> So how's this, Carly? You get a new pack. Let's send Tina the open oh, pack. Oh, Tina's getting the open pack. Yeah. Carly's getting the new pack. And Tina, just for the promo of this intense game, can we just get you to say, oh, sorry, Carly, for the promo of this intense game, can you just get you to say, I'm so excited to win the biscuits. I'm so excited to win the biscuits. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Business is good, baby. Right now, it's Jess and Ducko. I have, uh, I've got a bone to pick. I I don't understand. I understand. Okay, I understand times are tough, and I understand everyone is struggling, and ex- things are expensive. Costs of beers are expensive. Costs of schnitties have gone through the roof. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you go to a pub and or restaurant, and now they have the QR or cafe, and they have the QR codes on the table to scan to order your food. Yeah, so you don't have to go up. Because or... everyone hates talking to people now. Because look at how we're all going. Did the QR code wipe out the old school menu? Was it so they didn't have to hand around menus? But since places still have menus yeah, and QR right. codes, so you pick on the menu and then you go on the QR code and do it. And then order. I think it's a way to have less stuff, and I understand it's harder to find stuff and good stuff, yada, yada. That's fine. Whatever. And they have the pictures on there, which I actually quite like seeing the pictures because <laughs> then it, makes me, it helps me decide what I want. It's like a storybook it for is. your dinner. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, look at this one. <laughs> what really annoys me is when you do not see a waiter or waitress, you do not see anyone. You order via the QR code, you then pay for it, and then it says, would you like to leave a tip? 5, 10, 15, 20%? Yeah. Am I tipping the QR code? Who am I tipping? Who am I tipping? Is it the chef? Where's it? the tip going? Well, yes. I don't. Th- I don't think the. I don't think Susie, who's getting paid eighteen bucks an hour, is getting the tip from the QR code. You're right. And with all the administration fees for building these apps into businesses, yeah. Am I just paying? <laughs> paying the business, the AI. Am I paying the app? Can the, the can app. the establishment turn this tipping feature off? Where does the money even go? I don't understand how a little QR code can ask me to tip. Before anything has happened. Before anything's happened. If that is the best schnitzel of your life, hey, I'll, I'll sling you another five bucks. But I'd happily give my money to Susie and say, hey, Susie, pass this on to old mate in the kitchen. It was a great schnitzel. Yes. Here's the tip. Compliments to the chef. Compliments to the chef. But I'm not tipping the QR code. Where's that money going? My dad has a big issue with tipping in that... You know, it might be a nice thing for a business to pull the tips at the end of it. Yes. My dad doesn't like that because he goes, old mate servicing that side of the restaurant did nothing for me. I want this chick, this young lady who was fantastic. So he makes, I always see him do it. He looks like he's doing under the table paper bag deals because he goes over (laughs) after we've paid. He makes sure, and he's old school woggy, always carries cash. Lots of cash. Old school woggy goes over, goes, come over here. And they always freak out thinking he's going to make a complaint. And he slips them a 20 or something. That's fine. Palms it in their hand. He's He's got it down pat, palms it in their hand so they can go, thank you very much. Whether they then pull it and yeah. split it. Keep the change. But the QR code, he's going, absolutely no way. not. Because who is that going Where's to? Where's the money going to? Where, yes. I don't want to leave a tip to a faceless entity, <laughs> to someone who hasn't even asked me how my day is and what I want. How awkward is it? And we actually had this experience. Remember when we went for Chinese yes, the other day? Yes, I do the remember F-Pos this. The POS machine now uh, when, asks you. Do you want a tip? And then the waiter looks at you and goes, oh, just follow the prompts. And then they look at you, you look at them, you look at the tip machine and you're like... 
ah, and you hit the big red no. You know what Jess did, Luke? While you're making yeah. eye contact. So the, I never, because I never tip, because we're in Australia. And blah, I agree. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, if it's on like a Sunday, you're already getting paid double. Yeah. And so, when did Chinese get so expensive? That was a really expensive We're at a Chinese deal. restaurant with a French waiter. Tell me how that works. <laughs> and then this French waiter, he was actually a good waiter. He's he like, was fantastic. Would you like to leave a tip? And then Jess went before me, because we split the bill in half. And Jess he leaves a tip. He was looking at me. Jess leaves a tip saying, I got to me. I was like, well. Oh, the pressure was on you. So now I can't not leave a tip because she left a tip. I look like an idiot. Luke, he didn't do that thing. And I think that's a training issue. I think you meant to turn you away. You meant to look away. It's like I'm putting my pin in. You meant to look away. Yeah. He was looking what, at did me. Did you select a percentage or put a dollar value? No, I put a dollar value. Yeah, yeah. So I, I put less than her, but. I, think <laughs> I was going to say, did you see her dollar value? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. He was staring <laughs> at me. I couldn't do it. What it's about- like when your dog makes eye contact when it takes a dump. It was, he was just staring. I felt so, so intimate. Awkward. What about when now I've been to some shops, like even clothes shops, where they go, it's like a rate the service, one to five. Oh, yeah. And you're like looking on it and you're already panicking. Or like the putting... sad face to smile. Yeah, yeah. And you're looking at poor little Tony who's just served you the shoes or whatever. And you're like, I think you did a pretty good job. I'll give you, do I give yeah. him a five? But it's so bad because if you go either end of the scale, please expand on your answer. No, I <laughs> no, don't yeah, want to expand. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. An Aussie woman has, in her own words, triggered a lot of Australian dudes, Ducko, specifically okay. single Aussie dudes. Okay. Jana Hocking, she is a dating columnist, dating expert, I'm going to call her, for news.com.au. And she recently wrote an article about how, on a global scale, Australian men are a bit lacklustre in the courting department, in the dating department, all right? And what happened next, as I said, Jana describes as, She's triggered a lot of dudes. She joins the show this morning, I think as a little bit of a PSA for single dudes out there. Jana, good morning, babe. Thanks for your time. <laughs> morning, guys. Wow, did I upset some men this week. <laughs> yeah, so firstly, can you explain what you'd noticed being in the dating pool on the apps, all that? What have you noticed a bit of a trend with single Aussie men? Just lazy, no effort, bottom of the grade, D minus. I think they turn up to dates in ripped board shorts, thongs. They think the pub is an appropriate date. They're like at the pub, but they're also watching the football going on behind you. That's, da- that's dangerous time rubbish. doing it at a pub when you're watching the football. <laughs> yes. Now, now, Jenna, what about you know, uh, you know, they're just probably thinking you might like them for their personality, not not really caring about the ripple shorts and things like that. Well, if that's their personality, that's not a fun looking life. Okay. No, I think I looked at all my gorgeous hot girlfriends towards the end of last year, and I we, we were looking back on our dating lives and how it had all played out. And I was like how did we all end up in situationships? No one's dating anymore. It's just full of situationships with guys that are putting in zero effort. And what do you think that is, Jonna? Why, why, where is the tide turned that no one's looking for relationships anymore to sink their teeth into? This is obviously a trend you're seeing across the board, different age groups. No one wants to commit. I think dating apps have a lot to blame for this because you know we get the ick so quickly now and then everyone jumps straight back on the apps and is swiping left right everywhere because there's they feel like there's so much options but realistically everyone's just kind of churning through each other very very quickly and kind of not giving relationships a proper go anymore right is the chat on the dates not good at all anymore is like just boring mundane One thing I've noticed is that guys don't really ask you questions about you anymore. So they'll just be like, like, you know, in Australia, it's kind of a grunt in our direction is a compliment. So 
or it would be something boring like how was your day or what you get up to but mostly it's want to come around there's oh, we're going like, straight to want to come around Johnny. you're like get to know around. me first ask me my favorite color Yes, like an Aussie guy's dream date is Netflix and chill, and that's just boring. Okay, we're well, not we're not finding you know lifelong partners if we're not having these deep and meaningful conversations. Does it depend on the dating app you're on though, Jana? Like, are some oh. more Netflix and chill than others? Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree that Tinder is a hookup app. As okay. much as they're fighting it, you just can't fight the facts. Tinder is a hookup app. Um, there's, I don't know, they're all a bit rubbish at the moment. The thing that concerns me about dating apps is there's so many catfish on there. Like I get people sending me Instagram DMs every week of someone who's stolen my pictures. And one week I'm Anna in Melbourne and oh. you know, 35. I got one the other day. Someone had set up a fake account with my pictures and I was Tina and I was 45, which was horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't know if you can trust these dating apps anymore. It's really changed the face of dating. Yeah. I mean, you can't get to know people. Where And as you said, we're finding the ick so quickly that they go, mm-hmm. plenty of other fish it, in the sea. There's so much choice. There's That's so the much choice. So why get to know this person any deeper than surface level if I'm already annoyed at the ripped board shorts? So, yeah, yes. So, so Yannick, talk me, talk me through here. Yeah. Give some advice. <laughs> give some advice to some blokes. Yes. What What do you need to see in an ideal date in terms of wearing, conversation, location? Yeah, I my I would suggest you ask them a few questions about themselves. Like if you notice you're ranting on and on about yourself, take a breath. And, you know, start directing conversation to them. I know that you want to show off and you're very excited, but it's also healthy on a first date to get to know the other person. I say wear cologne. Men forget how much women love cologne. Like I went on a walk the other day and this guy walked past me wearing something, I don't know, Tom Fordish, <laughs> and it stopped me in his tracks. He was like a five and he instantly went to a ten. So men wear cologne, okay. brush your teeth. I hate that I have to say this. Oh. But Do you so have to say that, are... Jana? Are people I... not brushing their teeth? Girl, people are not brushing their teeth. Wow. Oh, the dates that I've turned up to. And he could be a 10, but he goes to a 3 if you've whacked him in the face with this stinky breath. So, <laughs> you know, maybe floss, brush your teeth, bring good banter and wear something nice. We've gone to the effort. We've put on our makeup. We've, you know, probably bought a new dress. Put in at least a little bit of effort with your outfit. Alrighty, single. And I think that goes both ways. I think it's for men and women. Yeah, Anyone yeah. in the single dating pool, brush teeth, wear cologne or fragrance, <laughs> be funny and wear decent clothes. Um, I feel like that's not asking much. I don't think it's groundbreaking either, <laughs> nah. no. There you go. It feels pretty sad. I mean, I haven't been single in a while, so I can't speculate yeah. too much on the dating scene. But it feels like, you know, yeah, clean your teeth. But even you in a very comfortable long-term relationship, Ducker, you haven't forgotten the importance of brushing teeth. No. You get it. So the single ones, we need to lift. <laughs> Extra points for flossing. Okay, great. Extra points for flossing. There you go. And there you go. Topic of conversation on the first date. Have you flossed? <laughs> Jeez, it'd be tough to date out there now. Oh, my God. Seriously? Jeez, it would be tough. <laughs> wow. Yes. Uh, uh, well, Jana, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. This is Jess and Ducko. Simple as ABC. Jess and Ducko's 10K Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. On it. 
30 seconds to answer 10 questions, all starting with the same letter. Have to state your first answer. Can't use the same answer twice, and if you're unsure of the question, just say pass. Of course, we'll come back to you if there's time, and you know we are playing for $10,000. We've given you the letter. We've given you three clues, if you've been listening correctly. So we go to Ricky. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning. It's a lovely day to win 10K. Hey, hey. All right. Tell me, tell me that you've done your homework. You've done a little bit of study. I have. I oh. did it last night. I'm ready. Good. So, so you, you heard the podcast? I heard the podcast. Fantastic. I got the clues. I'm prepared. Oh, this is the best. What are you going to do with the money, control. Ricky? I'm going to buy the Canary Yellow Louis Vuitton Speedy. It's 14000 So that? I'm going to be majority of the way there. What's what's a Canary Yellow Louis Vuitton Speedy? Is it a bag? Oh, no. Don't say that. Don't say that. What? what? It's a bag. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. It's a bag. Okay, yeah. yeah I was, you're right. I, I was wondering if it was a bag. Just correct me out, please. Okay. Here. Okay, sorry, sorry, no, sorry. No, that's all right. Ricky, you visualise, babe. You visualise oh, that, just, babe. Oh, just shot guy showing me photos. Yeah, Gorgeous. nice. <laughs> is that like a travel bag? Would you fly with that? Or is that like a going that's out? That's an everyday bag. Everyday bag. Everywhere, Copy. Every day. Copy. That, and that's not something you're just spending your hard-earned that's on. You need coin. to win. Did you say it's $14,000 for that bag? Yes. Holy. If you, I could say something boring and pay off my credit no, card. No, no, hey, it's your money. It's your money. You your do whatever money, you want. You do with it what you will. Oh, my Thank God, you. I love this. This might be the most <laughs> unique answer Delicious. we've ever had. It's only the truest answer we've ever Absolutely. had. Absolutely. Well, Ricky, oh, my God, I've got a good feeling, Ducko. I feel like you could be getting that okay. back. All right, to Deep reiterate, breath. Ricky, the letter is N. Are you ready to rock and roll? I'm ready. Okay, okay. your time starts after the first question. Starting with the letter N, we need you to name a country. Nigeria. An Aussie icon. Nicole Kidman. A crime show. NCIS. A Mexican dish. Nachos. A type of money. Note. Something sharp. Needle. A planet. Neptune. A model. Naomi Campbell. Something you take fishing. Net. A verb. A verb. Nagging. Did you say nagging for a verb? Nagging, baby, tell me I got it. Did you it. say na- Hold on, I'm just I'm going through this now. Nagging. It looks to me, Ricky. While you get the new bag, you just won ten thousand dollars. Oh, she's, she's screaming. screaming. Her phone's the gone. Fu- Ricky, you there? <laughs> Ricky, Ricky, put your phone back to your ear. I've got it. I've got it. You won ten k. Ricky! Ricky, what the are you doing? Everyone's doing noise cancellation because of the high-pitched yelling. Ricky, take a breath. Ricky? We need to talk to you. Ricky. Okay, I'm sorry. Hang on. I know. I know. I'm ready. Okay. 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 Well, we want to get that reaction again, but maybe a couple of decibels lower so okay. your phone okay. doesn't mute itself. Ricky, you're getting that dream handbag. I don't know what is going on with your phone. What is happening? Are you listening with headphones? Is that a thing if you go too high pitch? Yeah, your the, it's phone... the pitch. Your phone cancels okay. you out. Okay. Ricky, articulate. Use your yes. words. Okay. I'll go again. Ready? R- okay. Wow. No notes. We have no notes. Oh. You had you had seven seconds to spare on the timer. 
sorry for the pun, but I end nailed it. Hey! <laughs> you get that new handbag, Ricky. Canary yellow, it's coming oh, your you way. You still need another four grand, but we've got So to... happy. All right, well, I'm going to have to go and find this 4K. <laughs> Ricky? She'll play again tomorrow to get the 4K? Wow. Um, where are you, Ricky? I'm like sitting up at Redhead Beach on my phone to get the best reception oh. looking at the water. Yeah, no wonder it's bad reception. You're oh. sitting here at beach, you're looking at the water. I've never had anyone's phone go off when you went so high pitch. That is unbelievable. Oh, Incredible run. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you, guys. Thank you, en- you so much. You enjoy that money. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. I'm We're going to need a picture of you day. and yep. the bag ASAP as soon as it's in your hot little hand, Absolutely. okay? Just I'm going to charge in advance $4,000 for a photo with my bag. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy, Ricky. It's yours. Jess and Ducko. Get involved right now. 131060. We're asking, what's the most dangerous game you play? I'll start. Please. We're talking danger. Uh, This started when I went out on the weekend. Now, uh, we had like a little gym party thing, and then I wasn't really going to drink, and I wasn't really going to stick around. Then I said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to go, but I will. I'll just go for one drink. (laughs) (laughs) Ducko, can I play? Can I share with you the the dangerous game that I play? I'm going to – multiple times a day I play this game. Yeah. I reckon – I can transition the sleeping baby from my chest to her bassinet without waking her up. That is danger. I can transition a sleeping baby from the car seat to inside, from the pram to her bassinet. I'm living on the edge, baby. You are playing with fire. I like this one from Brutal Town Barbecue. What's he got? They commented on the Jess and Ducko Instagram, uh, and I'm assuming it's a dude, and he goes... The most dangerous game I play, guys. Pissing my wife off on purpose. <laughs> ah, we all play that game. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, we That's do. a dangerous game. <laughs> yes. I like this one. Uh, someone said, and this is, you know, uh, we've all been here. You've got, you've got a fart you've got to let go. And you're, oh, no. and, and you're in a lift. Oh, no. And you think it's going to be silent but deadly. But you don't know. So you let it rip anyway. <laughs> That's a dangerous game. And what ends up happening? The lift doors open on level four. (laughs) Three people walk in. (laughs) See you later. That's a dangerous game. Shy Guy, do you have any dangerous games you play? Oh, as if Shy Guy's not living on the (laughs) edge. Pretty ordinary over here. Oh, come on, mate. Do you sometimes not fill up your milk the full way when you dip your biscuit in? No. Or you double dip. You double dip. No, you know what he does? What does he do? He has it after the best buy date. (laughs) Naughty boy. (laughs) You're a naughty boy. All right, dangerous games. What are you playing? Play along with us. Can you top shy, guys? Yeah. Oh, day old milk. <laughs> Gets him so sick. Jess and Ducko. This is Jess and Ducko. 13, 10, 60. You still have a chance of that Call of Fame prize. Um, we're talking danger zones. Went out on the weekend, and I said, just for one drink. <laughs> it's a dangerous game I was playing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. like the equivalent. I go, I just need a duck to the shops for two things for dinner. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All of a sudden, you come with a full trolley full. That's right. Why are you walking down the biscuit aisle, Jess? You don't need these for dinner. <laughs> you don't need these <laughs> snacks. Uh, we go to Crystal. Good morning, Crystal. Morning. What's the dangerous game you play? 
Um, I'm really good at not filling up the car, but in saying that, I filled up both our cars in the last three days, so okay. I've drawn the short straw. Okay. <laughs> I see. As in, like, you get away with it from your partner. You play, like, the petrol roulette. Yeah, yeah, I play petrol roulette, and I'll be like, can you just take my car to work today because he's a mechanic? And I'm like, there's something not right about it, and he's like, there's no fuel in it. Ah, <laughs> got you, got you, you good. There's something not right about <laughs> something it. Not right about. Well, I can put my finger on it, maybe. It's empty. <laughs> uh, Christy on thirteen ten sixty. Christy, what is the most dangerous game you play? Well, I'm currently playing it right now. I am driving to work with the fuel light on. Oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I think fuel light is uh, like the most alphaing of the danger games. Oh yeah, when... uh, it's it's yeah, it's it's very danger. I mean, I've just got onto the phone. I've been on here for four minutes, and I don't know where it's at. But before I did, it was fifteen k's left. Oh god, jeez! Oh, I know. Live I on know. the edge. Get down to one. Oh, See if you can do it. it. <laughs> oh yes, oh, get, it gets her going. <laughs> this is me Wednesday treat. <laughs> uh, let's go to Jess. Jess, what is the most dangerous game you're playing? Honestly, not having my morning coffee is red hot. (laughs) (laughs) Because you can just be, like, cranky or half asleep? Um, A bit of both. A bit fiery. Bit not in the mood for anybody. Yeah, yeah, that's that is risky. Not Jess having. She's going. Days. Maybe today's not the day. I'll just have an apple and a glass of water. I'll be fine. Next minute, she's ripping people's heads off. <laughs> <laughs> going nuts. And everyone wants to substitute coffee with apple and glass of water. <laughs> Absolutely, and a deep breath. <laughs> uh, Kelly, thirteen ten sixty. Wrap it up for us, babe. What is the most dangerous game you're playing? The dangerous game is ringing my daughter to ask for money back that she's borrowed because you never, you never know, mate, if it's going to go well or if she's just going to lose her shit and blame it all on me. <laughs> I'm sensing a 16-year-old uh, Kelly. Is, are we 21 even? 21, okay. Borrowing the money still. Teenage girls are terrifying. You're never so getting Kelly, that back. Yeah, certainly living on the edge trying to get money, recoup money. Yeah. Good luck, Kelly. You are Good a luck. brave so soul. <laughs> there's, some, there's some danger games people playing out there. Oh, yeah. Go well. Go your, well. Go well for your Wednesday. Jess and Ducko. You miss it. Alf Lux went off $10,000. Went off to Ricky. That's right. <laughs> so, what is it, Enrique? <laughs> no, Ricky won it. She's going to buy a new handbag. $10,000. Uh, she wants to buy a $14,000 handbag. The math doesn't quite work up, but she's like, hey, I'll find the four grand. I'll find the money. But it's perfect that we're speaking money. Yep. And there's a lot going on, obviously, in the news with interest rates and tax cuts. So we do go to our resident money expert uh, with Invest Smart, actually, as well, Effie Zahos. It's been too long. Good morning, Effie. Good morning. It has been a long time, and thanks for having me back on the show for another great year. Absolutely. Well, Effie, can we just remove the curtain for a quick sec? You were meant to join us last week um, to talk. And you, yeah, you hurt yourself. You were driving. There was an issue. Apparently, there was a finger issue. There was a hospital involved. I have what's called a trigger finger. So, your (sighs) listeners, if you know what that is, you will sympathise with me. Um, and my first cortisone injection, so fingers crossed, not my thumb, because that's not moving, that it works. What is a trigger <laughs> finger? What's a trigger finger? Like guns? <laughs> <laughs> that's because all the guns I have at one If he's far on the weekend. I've not heard of a trigger finger. <laughs> yeah, look, Google it. Well, yeah, Google it. We'll do another segment on that. But, okay, uh, she wants to talk about the interest rates. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think, I think more people will be excited about uh, the fact that the uh, RBA, as was expected, kept the, uh, the, the cash rate on hold. Um, and it's great that there is so much transparency now where we have the governor discuss this. Um, and it was no surprise. It's kept at 4.35. 
What was interesting, though, is that they did revise their end of inflation forecast from 3.5 to 3.2. So that means, yes, we are definitely heading in that right direction. When you look at the just the, the fine print on, on what she actually said, um, making it very clear that you know a rate hike is still possible depending on the data that comes through. But when you look at what a lot of economists, for example, CBA, largest bank, has come out and basically said they expect to see an easing cycle. Um, basically, that means the rates will cut in September this year. They've actually penciled in three rate cuts, oh. and they're suggesting. They're suggesting that by the uh, first half of 2025, the cash rate could be as low as 2.85. So this sounds all great, doesn't it? But remember, these are all forecasts. And unfortunately, the reality is, when I looked at the latest ABS data, I mean, I'd like your listeners to think about, well, what's my mortgage? How high is your mortgage? And does it compare to the average? Because right now, depending on where you are in Australia, the average mortgage can be almost nudging 900000 in New South Wales, or for those in Northern Territory, it could be as low as um, 420000 mm. So if you look at the average mortgage around Australia, that's sitting at 628000 because property prices will keep going up, interest rates are all high. That means your average mortgage repayment is around $4,000 a month. Yeah, so much money, isn't it? Totally. Well, it is, but- there's a, sorry, so I can just say there is a lot of competition in the home loan market. Um, and so even looking at what the cheapest is to the average, you know, refinance, question your bank, that could pocket around $500 per month. Yeah, I think a lot of people forget that. You might you might feel like you're locked in and they've got a stranglehold, but asking that question oh, actually mate, could see... Oh, monthly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it. Is there a, Effie, can you ask them too much? Is that a thing? <laughs> can you ask them too much? No, go for it. Clog their lines today. Give them a buzz. <laughs> Great. Um, but, you know, if you are wanting to be serious, always go throw the line that, you know, I want, um, you know, give me a discharge form because then that escalates it to oh. another department in the bank ah. and then they take you serious. But, you know, you've got to be prepared. You've got to, you know, realise that if you do say you threaten them to leave, you've got to leave if that's yeah, the case. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. like when you're bartering in Bali, isn't it, Effie? Yeah, I'll walk away. <laughs> you better be prepared yeah, to walk away. You better be prepared to walk away, <laughs> yeah. Now, Effie, let's talk um, the tax cuts. Obviously, it was a big thing last week and it's got approved and stuff like that. I see the coalition yeah. is not going not gonna to go against it. Um, but can you dumb it down for us? For low- to middle-income earners, what does it mean you know, sort of roughly how much we're going to be seeing back of this and, and why it's a good thing? Yeah. Look, and we, I think we talked about this a little bit beforehand um, where I, I was a big advocate that I just did not think that these tax cuts were fair given the cost of living crisis. Um, and a lot of the top end, and look, I can't complain, I would have got a nice little uh, tax cut, but I don't think that's fair. So what we're seeing here is that you, you, you nailed it. You actually explained it very well, that, that the government's tax cuts will pass in Parliament with the support of the coalition. Um, I mean, Peter Gutton said his party would take you know, a more extensive look. But at the end of the day, we are looking at a situation now where it will be a bigger tax cut for 3 million low and middle income earners. And I guess the easiest thing I can say here, if you have not discovered this calculator online, go to it. It's at treasury.gov.au 
uh, Google Tax Cuts Treasury, and there's a little tax cut calculator there. You type in your income and up pops what your basically uh, tax cut will be. So if you're at 80000 you'd be looking at a tax cut of about 1679 compared to the previous um, uh, settings that they had. So it's a really simple calculator that you can put in. But essentially, lower income earners are going to get more bang. Great. And is this set to stay or is this just something that's happening for the rest of this year and then we look at it again? Oh, I think we've learned that nothing stays. Yes, that? yes, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Wishful thinking for me. Enjoy the yeah. moment, Enjoy, Ducker. yeah, live in it now. Take the money we can now. Well, Effie Zahos, my no, expert. don't spend the money now. <laughs> we just had someone who won our $10,000 oh. alpha box and spending it on a handbag, Effie. A good investment, Effie. the end of that, guys. A handbag. Come on. Come on. That's a, it's canary that's yellow, bad. Effie. It'll go with everything. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. Then. <laughs> uh, money expert from Invest Smart, Effie. Great to have you on. Thanks for coming coming on. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Bye bye. That was the Jess and Ducko podcast. This is his. New McCrispy Bacon Deluxe now at Macca's.